the comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Thank you, Emily. That is correct. You can find us on all kinds of websites, all kinds of podcasts. I'm Mac McCoy. We thank you for listening this week. Uh, my guest, of course, as always, is Delmar Austin, and we're talking about the same thing we did last week, only we've stretched it out. What does the Bible say about the Messiah? Well, this week we're talking about the birth of Jesus, and we've talked about the history, what the prophets said. Then we talked about the shepherds, but now we're coming to the wise men. Yes, the wise men are a big part of the story. And you know, Mac, if you want to keep Christ in Christmas, then read the Christmas story. <laughs> a lot of people, I think, skip over this. But you know what? We watch a lot of Christmas movies over and over. Why don't we reread the story of Jesus and remember how exactly that it took place? That's a great idea. We are talking about those that were chosen by God to herald this good news of the Messiah being being born. God chooses the shepherds who are kind of the lowest of the low, and now he chooses the wise men. They have a role in this too. And we're going to begin reading in Matthew chapter 2 and read this story in verse 1. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he? who has been born king of the Jews. For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Israel with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And so they got together, put their heads together, and they looked up a Bible text that they uh, uh, found that mentioned that the Messiah was to be born in Bethlehem, and they share that with him. So, continuing in verse 7, then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may go and worship him also. We know that wasn't the case, but that's what he told them. Verse 9, when he heard the king, when they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We know that story. We know it well. But, you know, sometimes we get a little bit mixed up on some of the details of that story, and that's why I think it's helpful to take a look at that story again. Uh, the, the wise men that came from the East, who were these wise men? And uh, what kind of role did they have? What kind of role did they play? 
Well, they apparently were astrologers because they talk about the star quite a bit. They were became aware of a new star in the sky, and they became aware of the movement of that star. And they decided that this is, this is some kind of sign. This tells us. And as they began to read and as they began to study, they came up with some of the texts from the Jewish scriptures who let them know that something special was taking place, that a king was to be born. Wise men themselves were not kings. We sing a song, we three kings of Orient are. But they weren't really kings. They were counselors. Yes. In the same way that uh, a lot of individuals were educated people and they would counsel with the king. They were the ones that were trusted. Uh, These astrologers were ones that studied the sky and had ideas as to what was being said by the stars that were there. And according to scripture, there is a plurality of wise men, not necessarily three, okay? So we don't know how many wise men there were, and the whole idea that their name were Caspar, Balthazar, and Melchior, that's tradition, okay? So a lot of times the stories get covered up by a lot of uh, tradition. How far did the wise men come? We don't know for sure, but they probably came from one of these countries uh, being at Persia, Arabia, or Babylon. If they traveled from one of those areas, let's say approximately 500 miles away from Bethlehem, on on uh, taking animals along with them, it probably would take at least 50 to 60 days. Yeah, so Jesus was almost two months old when the wise men showed up. Well, we don't know for sure how old Jesus was, but it was any time from the time of his birth to two years afterwards, <laughs> because right. it was uh, two years afterwards, of course. It, that was the point that uh, King Herod had uh, chosen, if I get everybody under two years of age, then I've, I've got everybody. Right. So we don't know the exact time of when they arrived, but notice in this story here, they were no longer in the, uh, in the stable. They were in a house. They were living in a house, and they were still in the Bethlehem area. And uh, that was where the, these wise men arrived, and they had the three gifts that they brought to, uh, to give to Jesus, gold. Obviously, gold is valuable. If you have to give me a gift, gold would be good. That'd be good? All right. <laughs> yeah. Frankincense is, is a... What's that? Well, I was just going to say it's an incense or a perfume. Yes, it's, it's kind of the mixing of incense and perfume together. And uh, it is... Uh, there's a lot of uh, smells that were created in... in uh, Old Testament times and Bible times in order to cover up other unpleasant smells. Yeah. Frankincense could be used uh, for something like that. Uh, Also, um, myrrh. Myrrh is an oil that was used. And uh, it was used for anointing. It was sometimes used for uh, covering the body uh, of someone that had died and helping uh, perfume the the body. But... uh, here it here it is that now this group of foreigners who come for the Messiah, uh, they're the ones 
who have this opportunity of seeing this child. The shepherds did, and now the wise men have it. And, and you've got to see the, the kind of the irony in all of this. They come to Jerusalem. They, uh, they arrive there, and nobody seems to know anything. They, they start talking around, where's this Messiah that's been born? We traveled all the way to this country. What about this Messiah? And nobody seems to know anything. They call the rabbis. Herod apparently gets the rabbis to come together, and they say, well, Bethlehem is prophesied as the place, but we don't know of any event that's taken place there. And so Herod has to send the wise men down there to scout out and to get some information from him. The people of Israel, again, are unready for the Messiah to be born. And here it is when, when the Messiah comes that there are foreigners now that come into the country. Mm. This, is, this is kind of a slap in the face to Israel because Israel is not ready. Israel is not aware. They are, are not because they have not read the scriptures and their minds are on other things. They're, they're occupied with other things that are happening in the world, and they completely forget that the answer to everything is by the Messiah coming back or coming to this world. So why didn't some of the Israelites read their scriptures? I'm sure that there were some that began to piece these things together okay. that had read the scriptures. You know, God didn't tell us exactly when the birth of Christ would take place. Right. Okay? So they didn't have a specific date that that was going to happen. They should have been aware from the prophecies, the approximate time frame. They should have been ready, but they weren't. But, but once they began to see these things falling into place, there were people that were very convinced these are witnesses now. The shepherds are witnesses. The wise men are witnesses. When Jesus is dedicated at the temple, there are two witnesses there, Simeon and Anna, who see it, who recognize this is who God said would become the Messiah. This is him right now. So there, is, there are those that are faithful to God that have read the scriptures and uh, are, are being led by the Holy Spirit who recognize this. Well, and we have to remember not a lot of people could read. There was no printing, so you'd have to go to the temple and read the scrolls there. And I'm not even sure if a layperson could go in and touch one of those scrolls. I, I think probably not. They were protective. And yet the scriptures were read in the synagogues every Sabbath day. Yep. And, and a lot of what was passed on was passed on by memory. So even though they uh, maybe were uneducated, even though they might not understand how to read, they should have had the ability to pass on that information about the Messiah, and people would have that by, by a, a memory that they could recall those things. Yeah, it was Jesus who uh, went into the uh, temple and read the writings of Isaiah that says, he's coming, he's coming, and then Jesus closes out by saying, and now this prophecy has been fulfilled. Right. And everybody's familiar with that prophecy, yeah. but Jesus is the one that shows them what the real meaning is there. You know, 
looking at our own lives and our own situation, we this is the story of the first coming of Jesus to this world, in, at least in human flesh. We are waiting, according to Scripture, we are waiting for the second coming of Jesus Christ. There are signs that are being fulfilled. We ought to know those signs. We ought to read those signs. But I believe, Mac, that most of the world is unaware of those things and will be caught unawares in the same way that people were back at the time of Jesus' birth. So we can't be too hard on the, on the Jewish people back at the time when Jesus came to this world because we're just as guilty. Well, and now as our society continues to change, one of the terms used is woke, but as society is changing, we're getting less of Jesus and more of Satan, less of God and more of demons. So uh, it's it, 100 years ago, most people would have known who Jesus was. Now, if they know who he was, they're not sure who he was. Well, maybe we need to be awoken <laughs> to the truths of Scripture again, the truths that are there, the prophecies that tell us about Jesus and about why he came into this world. And it is the wise men who are part of God's plan to tell the world the Messiah is here. Listen and, to him. And that'll be our show tomorrow. We invite you to uh, listen for it right here on your local radio station as well as on YouTube, Roku, and about 27 other sites. I'm Mac McCoy along with Pastor Delmar Austin, and we'll see you here tomorrow. And we thank you for listening. And remember, keep Christ in Christmas this year. Make it a holiday that we remember his birth and why he came and what he did for us and what he still does every day. Amen. Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more.